All right, here we are. We are live. Woo-hoo. Do you feel it's alive? Been a while, Brian. Do you feel alive today? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Anthony? Very good, very good. Um, enjoying uh-huh. some thunderstorms out here in Middle Tennessee with heat, but I don't think it compares to the heat that you guys have. Uh, love to hear that sometime in the podcast, but it's but doing all right. Just uh, trying to survive here, and the dogs going crazy with the thunder storms but all all is good all right well i have How you- i have i have no dogs and no thunderstorms but uh do have heat yeah, heat a little <laughs> bit of heat over here yeah if you yeah if uh, if this is on youtube i'm i'm glistening i'm not sweating but i'm glistening uh due to the the heat over here um the cats are pretty miserable uh these days we've got yeah some record record heat waves in Europe, in general, um, I was looking. Even Norway has had record-breaking wow. heat last month, uh, about a month ago. We uh, we we broke records last year. It was uh, uh, right at 120 degrees. Uh, it was it was hotter here in Sicily than it was Death Valley uh, on the same day last year. So, what do you turn the AC <laughs> down feels, to? Feels a little bit. <laughs> Oh yeah. What do you turn the AC down uh, to? Uh, 75, 72? What, 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 what that what that means is I take this <laughs> bottle of water and I douse myself with it and then I spin around in a circle to create a wind. And that's that's AC, conditioned air. That's what How do you like that softball I just gave you, by the way? Just to say <laughs> that I, yes, I'm Brian up, lives in a hundred degree weather, but no AC. <laughs> I mop the floor and I roll around. It's great. The cats love it. <laughs> I always tell the story when you stayed at our place in Umbria and it was like 95. I'm like, no, we were f- we weren't fine, but no, we just wet all the sheets in the sink and we put the yep. sheets on top of us. So I'm like, that's right. You did. Yeah. yeah. If you got a little fan and you can you can douse everything in water, you've got wow. AC for as long as it's as it stays wet. Dry. You've got you've got AC. <laughs> <Disgusting>. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you. That's how you survive over here. <laughs> I'm telling you. You do no, look glistening, by the way. You look like I'm I thought you were going to say you had some facial oils you were using to keep yourself young right. but obviously yeah. it's the heat <laughs> <laughs> it's the heat that keeps me young <laughs> yes no and it, i mean you know at least down here uh, our our water you know the water in in our town here go it kind of goes on and off electricity cuts on and off not because we have storms it's just the heat uh but in the north uh, i was looking like where my family uh my my distant cousins live in uh, along the po river valley uh, you've got Mantova and Ferrara and this whole uh, little basin. It, I mean, the the Po River. They <laughs> I put a, a a picture in my last newsletter. Uh, they had the water gauge, and it's just bone dry all the way to the the bed of the river. You know, the river, and uh, there it's a ninety year uh, ninety year drought right now. Well, and mm-hmm. and a lot of people probably don't know Italy is the top provider of rice to all of Europe, to all of Europe, the top provider of rice. So when the the Po River Valley basin bottoms out, that means there's no rice. That means we've got economic crises coming (laughs) for the next season. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> mama's not going to be happy. <laughs> well, you also have, even even you think about it, olive oil, right? When you have droughts like that, you need water for right. the, the, the olive oil and the yeah. grapes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and so it's it's about the amount of crops. You still might have a decent, you know, 
Yeah, yeah your, season, your vines but. are going to be able to take a hit like that, um, mm. probably depending on how things last. But, you know, I mentioned rice because as soon as those rice paddies are, are dried out, that crop's done. Yeah. It's, yep. you, you, mm -hmm. You're tossing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> if I can just go on a, let, let's yeah, just talk about the real Italy. No, <laughs> the, the real Italy. People want to know what's the real Italy. Well, this is the real Italy. <laughs> There's a reason we don't send clients over here in August, uh, you know, for, for good reason. But, uh, you know, we've still got an influx of, uh, Ukrainian refugees coming in the North. And then we've got sub-Saharan African refugees coming up from the South. Uh, there was a, a boat yesterday with over 1,400 refugees wow. headed to headed to Italy. One of the largest uh, since 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 before the pandemic. We haven't we haven't seen numbers like this. So yeah, it feels like we're kind of getting invaded <laughs> from both sides. Meanwhile, um, you know, tourists are are back up uh, through the roof. I mean, as mm -hmm. as we're doing bookings in hotels and restaurants and tours, you know, all, all kinds of tours and excursions. Um, <laughs> we're, it's, we're, we're kind of right on, we're trying to cut this edge, right? Where everything's booked up for several weeks, but then you, you can't go past their comfort level of how far in advance we could book. We mm -hmm. would be fine booking six months out, but you know, for the typical restaurant, mom and pop shops, whatever, they, they're not comfortable to even, you know, car services, uh, they're like, well, I'll take the the note here. I don't want payment until the the day of, and oh, yeah, we, you yeah. know they have a certain way of of doing everything. It, it makes it a, it's a little crazy then because everybody's getting inundated, and you see this on the booking side, right? Because you're talking to new clients all the time. People are we're getting inundated over here with tourists, um, and and there's no process, there's no infrastructure to really handle that what what are what's the trend like you're seeing on your side because obviously me over here in italy i'm seeing on the ground but you're seeing on the the blast point where you're launching people to come over what does that look like well i'd like to hit on a point first that um being first the immigrants coming in and being but also yeah. the service what's for our services you say car services they can't get people to work Right. Meaning they would be fine Another hiring way. and they would. Yeah. So I want to hit on that. It's it's, hmm. of course, Italy and their processes. And as we know, right. And red tape, it's not even red tape. It's just like they're not used to this many, many people, the process of how do we handle it. Uh, and they would do is they would they would hire more car drivers. They would hire more drivers and get more cars. But the problem is, it's just like America. People aren't working. Right. It's it's there's yeah. jobs. And you were talking about giving an example of Ryanair, right? Is, you know, they're hiring. Yeah. And yeah, Ryanair was here a few days ago in Sicily, in Palermo. They spent two whole days trying to find new workers. Um, they, they can't find any. They can't. They're canceling flights as as well as EasyJet, Wizz Air, a lot of the budget, you know, uh, mm -hmm. carriers that are flying people around in Europe. They're canceling flights left and right. Because they don't have staff, uh, they they mm -hmm. can't get people to uh, to man their posts. <laughs> and and we look at it, and it's it's the pandemic, right? It's coming out of the pandemic. It's the same here in the states. Um, so that does affect the operation mm -hmm. piece, right? Um, sure. And that's what helps us in having good partners that we can, you know, book months out, looking at their trip, uh, you know, putting that pin in and saying, "Here's the date, here's the time," and having that scheduled. 
And that's what we do. We have to get those partners that do have the resources. Um, and in the, and in the states here, um, what what's good right now is is the euro and the dollar, right? Um, is the is the uh, you know we have shortage of workers like there. We have actually a, a heat wave going on, as you probably looked at mm. the Hoover Dam. It's you know they're finding cars yeah. and where the mob threw <laughs> bodies in the in from the casino <laughs> into the lake. Um, so we're having the same kind of uh, uh, spells here, right? Um, so, but, uh, right now we have a lot of customers that, you know, they want to still get out and, and get into the country They're We're booking all for next year right now, May, June, even next mm-hmm. September. We had two calls the other night just for September uh, of next year. And it is beneficial right now to book because of that Euro and dollar, because of what's going on with the economy in the States, the re- you know, the recession or the inflation, um, what we're seeing here is, People are jumping on, you know, post-COVID, post-pandemic, whatever you want to call it. And uh, the euro and dollar right now is almost at par. So mm-hmm. last year, if you went to Italy or two years ago, it was $1.25, $1.31 per, per each euro, right? So you are spending 30% more at a restaurant than you would now. So or mm-hmm. on a tour or whatever for your whole trip. So we're seeing a lot more people jumping on it from post-pandemic when I get out and, and see Italy. And also because of the cost. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we can talk about that too. The you know the for the average Joe Giuseppe, if you will, living over here, um, he's seeing prices go through the roof. I mean, we're we're over ten, uh, easily twelve dollars a gallon for for gas or diesel. Diesel actually is is more expensive now. It used to always be cheaper. Odd. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's flip flopped. I know, you know, here in, in my apartment, uh, prices for natural gas and for electricity have tripled from where they were just a few months ago. And that was during colder months when we were using more, uh, natural gas and electricity. And so I've got basically nothing on in the house except for this little corner. (laughs) And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that next year, uh, next month is not going to kill me. But you know, so what, what the, the average person sees over here, uh, is, is a lot of inflation, a lot of price. And and some of that is Ukraine. Some of that Mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, we don't have to get into all of, all of that, but, um, there's, there's definitely, a a rub, if you will, a bit of a friction. And, and, but I I like how you were talking about, you know, for coming over from the U S here because of there's some inflation going on in the States right now. And because of where the Euro and the dollar are at our folks coming over here probably don't feel that pinch. Um, Mm -hmm. it, it looks like business as usual over here, um, obviously if they're, if they're coming over now, and I, I want to ask you about this, if they're coming over now, they're seeing a lot of tourists, uh, you know, we mentioned the, the refugees and, and things like that. And that's not something that people normally see. Uh, they've got mm. locations that they're sending, uh, refugees to, if they're coming from the Ukraine, I mean, we've got all the way down here in Sicily, uh, at our local church, we've got uh, Ukrainian, a uh, little Ukrainian group already. And, and so, you know, when we, when we have our, our services, we try to put things in, in Ukrainian, but uh, we've got refugees coming up, uh, coming off boats uh, every day here in Sicily, but the average person doesn't, doesn't see that, uh, doesn't notice mm. that they're, they're being taken care of as much as the infrastructure and bureaucracy of Italy allows yeah. them to. 
Yeah. Um, but all that, all that said and done, I think what people are seeing over here is there are a lot of people enjoying Italy uh, that had, had been locked up for, for two, three years. They'd been waiting for the restrictions to come off. Restrictions finally have dropped off. I think uh, maybe if you're in a crowded indoor place, maybe if you're on a domestic flight here in Italy, uh, you're going to put on a mask. That's basically the only thing that I'm seeing uh, at this point. But that said, there there's some reasons we don't send folks over here in July and August. Uh, we usually ask them to wait to September. But what what are people seeing, and what are you guys hearing? Because you're more in contact with uh, our our customers and clients than I am. What what are you what are you hearing from them? Are, are they having a good time, even though they're they're sweating and it's full of other <laughs> tourists? Um. I think the only thing what we see is right now the customers and clients that are coming in August um, and, and end of July. And like you said, it's we don't recommend it. Italy's beautiful year round, but um, those months, you know, it's 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 hot, right? You got kids and trying to get out of the sun. Um, what we're seeing is a lot of people still going. It's filled with tourists and uh, meeting, being able to make sure that we come up with ideas and plans in place for them with these hot summer months, right? And we do yeah. that throughout the year, no matter what it is. But when it comes to this particular, when it comes to the heat, you know, we have to make sure, all right, you're, you're doing, you're not doing Pompeii in noon, right? Because it's there's no shade. <laughs> you're doing it in the morning, right? Or at the end of the day or whatever. Um, or you're, or you're, you're going to the Vatican early in the morning, morning if yeah, you're in Rome. Yeah, exactly. So we, that's something we do. I mean, if you look at other travel agencies, what are they doing? They're just putting that package, giving it to you. They're not even considering the time of year. They're not considering the, you know, where you're going. They're just saying, here's the package. Here. We we look at that, uh, and, and, yeah. and when we when we work with our uh, our clients, um, the other thing we we notice is as we talk to clients now about going into next year, uh, we notice that there's a lot more of, hey, I want this real experience, but um, I still want to see these three cities: Venice, Rome, Florence, Amalfi. Mm. Those four, actually. So what we try to do is, hey, let's Let's look at you're saying real Italy and not saying that Florence and Rome and Venice aren't, but it is a little more of you got to find that real experience. <laughs> you got to find that real restaurant. You got to find a real tour, you know, that hotel that's out of the way from the tourists. So we do that, but we try to get them that, you know, hey, let's put you in a town where it's Italian speaking. Let's put you in a town where it's not hustle and bustle all the time. Right. So we try to do that so they get a real feel. Now, the people that are coming for the second and third time with us. It's more of nature, I notice. I know more of the lakes. Get me to the Mediterranean. Get me to the Adriatic. Get me to, hey, I was in Verona the last trip. I really liked it. But I like to get into, you know, deeper. That's what we're noticing is, is I want to get deeper. The more I had that experience in southern Tuscany. Can I try that again? Let's go for more days there. Let's go for more days in Umbria. So get a little deeper. That's what we notice. Um, so we're trying to tailor that experience so people want to come back to Italy and get a deeper experience in the regions that they tasted. That's what we're, yeah. uh, we're really noticing when we book when we book travel or talking to customers. Yeah. And speaking of tasting Italy, a lot of those experiences center around food and, and mm. it's not just sitting at a restaurant and eating. Sometimes it's actually cooking. Sometimes it's making pasta. Sometimes it's watching, um, you know, bufala mozzarella being made in the factory. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, doing these kind of factory tours where the, they're making the prosciutto. Uh, it, it could be truffle hunting. It could be boar hunting. It could be a boat excursion. It could, I mean, there's all kinds of, 
these mm-hmm. outdoor things, but also very hands-on things. And and again, yeah, I think you're right. It's probably folks that have been over before. They they kind of got that itch out of their system, but you know, because they saw they saw whatever movie or or read uh, a book or you know just fell in love with the idea of Italy. Maybe they've got family ancestry here, so they they come over to get those certain cities out of their system and you know you never really get italy out of your system but at least you know you kind of scratch that itch but then they come back around and you you would you know mention to me before this uh direct live started that we've got customers now uh not just repeat repeating coming back to the table but also lining up more than one trip in a year uh which is first time mm-hmm. we've, we've had that happen they, you, you come over and you realize how deep the rabbit hole goes over here you could spend your life oh, yeah. investigating i mean that's that's one of the the beautiful but complicated things about italy is you know i've got a town um literally two kilometers uh from me and it, it, it's a completely different world. Uh, the town uh, that I live in Nicolo. is, you know, no, that no, I'm, uh, the other direction. Uh, I'm talking okay. about, um, you know, our town is is set up like a a chessboard. It's nicknamed the chessboard of of Etna. Um, the okay. town down in the valley is Paterno, and Paterno is um, a a town that's been around for a lot longer than Belpaso has. It's, it's built on uh, kind of a labyrinth and a maze. It was founded by, um, or really built up by the Arabs when they were here. And so they, they structured the, the town as a labyrinth and a maze. Uh, and this was in, in, in lieu of having a big fortified wall around the city, they would actually make it a maze to draw enemy in and then they would ambush the enemy once they got in. It, it was a, you know, <laughs> a butcher mm-hmm. shop. Um, but then after, uh, you know, the town next to it, Malta San Anastasia, has a, a, a Norman castle that's been there for a thousand years. The Normans came in, pushed the Arabs out. They did everything completely different. And it's much more structured and ordered and everything like that. But, you know, it, it, these, these two towns, one has Arab roots, the other has Norman roots. Our town is a little <laughs> bit newer because it got destroyed so many times by uh, Mount Etna here. Anyway, the, the point is that in any of these little towns, or even Nicolosi, as you mentioned a minute ago, um, these towns take you maybe 10 minutes to five minutes, to, depending on traffic, <laughs> to get yeah. to one to the other. But the dialect <laughs> is different. The food is different. And the 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 feel and the culture, uh, every the identity, everything's so different. But this mm-hmm. is this is part of the, the the beautiful mess, the complicated nature of Italy is that you can go someplace that's just two miles away from where you are right now and have a completely different experience. And I think our, yeah. our customers realize that when they come and they see Florence, but maybe they had a brief excursion out and to, to do wine tasting in the Tuscan hillside, they're like, oh my gosh, mind blown. I'm booking yeah. this again. I'm coming back. But then they realize, wow, I go just a mile away from where I was. I have a completely, it's just so immersive. You, you, you can't find the bottom of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's and that's funny because you know we've been going to Italy so long, and, and even being Italian citizens and going frequently and flying around, it is like you say, and we I, we should we should trademark it. We can't, but it's Disney. But it, it's a it's an adult <laughs> world. It is. Um, yeah. Every time we go, we're like, oh my god, I love this city. I love this town. Why is it so different? And the other thing I love is like we have customers. They they want to see the beach. 
and they want to do this in the same day. What I love about it is they're doing a wine tasting at like 9.30, but they want to go to the beach and have an aperitivo. Oh, get on the train. Yeah. They're at the beach in an hour and 20 minutes sitting yeah. on the beach, and then they come back that night. And they're back in their they're in their in their villa, right, or in their apartment, whatever. That's what I love about Italy. You can do so much in one yep. day, but also, you know, you can drive two miles and have two different experiences. And like, I didn't know this town existed. I'm glad we got off the highway and checked it out. <laughs> you know, that's exactly. that is the amazing part about Italy. And it's funny. The other amazing part is when <clears throat> you sh like, I put stuff on Facebook, and you know, I'll say, hey, here's a beach, and like, I didn't know there was beaches like that in Italy. I didn't know they had mountains. <laughs> I didn't know they, you know, it's like it's, it's like they blow. Like they always see these, you know, the, the the Coliseum. They always see Florence and the David. Oh, they see the boats in Venice, but they don't realize it has everything. Once the country the size of Arizona has as much as it has in the whole country of United, uh, the whole country of United States, right? Um, so it's it's shocking to me every time I go. Um, the experience that we can give our customers, and we we kind of, yeah. I don't say an onion, we unpeel, right? So, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, no, it, it, it's true. Um, I, I think a lot of people come over for what they can't get back in the States and maybe they, they know hey, there's, you know, beautiful lakes, there's Lake Como, uh, Garda, you have all these beautiful places to go and, and see nature, but maybe you're thinking coming over here for the first time, you're thinking, I got, I got mountains where, where I'm from. I've got lakes, I got the beach, <laughs> whatever, but it's so, it's so different an experience mm -hmm. to be in the Dolomites, right? Um, yeah. in Northern Italy and you're, you're right on the border of either Switzerland or Austria and you're up, you know, it, it's the sound of music all over. It's, it's just, you know, and you're still in Italy and you, and you have aperitivo at, at, you know, 6 PM, uh, when you're done, but you, yeah. you don't, you maybe don't think about that the first time, uh, that you're coming over. And, and, and really this is, this is why, and I, I want to get into the podcast a little bit because we, we finished our first season, but this is why we're doing the podcast. The podcast is just free content, free value. We're, we're talking about the thing that, that, you know, we love to do the most is help people experience the real Italy. And for, for folks that maybe didn't, uh, tune into season one, um, you don't, you're not missing a whole lot. Uh, we had, we had, uh, well, come on. No, I don't know. I, I look at it. <laughs> we we uh we had you know it was an experiment uh, to be honest we, we yeah. let's play around with the idea of a podcast i don't know what what did we hear back from from people because so you, you talk with the clients you are right. <laughs> yes you do uh but you are on an there, island there's a reason they don't they don't let me talk to the clients <laughs> there's a reason for that you are like the wizard of oz behind the curtain so that being said um <laughs> no, I mean, it's like it, it, we have we do it as a, a project of love, right? And we want it to grow um, because of, you know we want to ex we want people to experience the love and the passion and the deep regard we have for our country, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Um, one second, I got a cough. <laughs> so, and we're gonna but, take this intermission, Anthony. Be right back. <laughs> Here he is. No, but um, <laughs> I think. It always surprises you because you don't know who's listening. It's almost like we have voyeurs, like let's like listening to the podcast, but no one's making any, <laughs> no one's telling us any critiques or any sound, right? So what happens is, is I get on these calls with customers, and they'll say, I guess I had a call. Uh, a customer came over the other day to give a deposit, stop by, and I'm like, Hey, he's like, When are you doing the next podcast? We'd love it. I'm like, Oh, 
or we listen to your podcast. I'm like, wow, how I didn't do, know that. How do you know about that? How, how do you know oh, you're the person? No, no. So, but um, I think we cut our teeth, of course, sound wise and content and music, whatever it was. But as we moved along and we figured out that, you know, this is getting better and better. And I think the second season, you'll, we'll speak to it. But everyone I talk to says, hey, you guys have a great rapport. We love the information. Um, we love how, where you're going with it. I mean, it's only probably been eight to 10 people, but it's more than I thought. I think more people are listening. <laughs> but you more know, than get, I hopefully. thought we had listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's a start. And I think, uh, I think the content is fun. I think we want more information on, from people, what they want to hear. And we've got that at the beginning, you know, whether it was our families or whether it was from our actual customers. But I think we're going in the right direction. We're excited about season two. I think we'll give some more meat. And I think uh, you, you, hopefully you can explain on here what where we're going. But I think no, our customers. Every no, we're, we, we won't explain on here. Uh, no, people are going to have to actually, right. they're going to have to tune in. We're going to have a season two intro uh, coming out pretty soon. And if you are interested in finding out more about the actual content, I'll just give you the 30,000 foot view. We took a tour of Rome and to the north in season one. We'll take a tour from Rome heading south in season two. But you have to tune in to the intro to find out a little bit more of the meat and what's going on. But apparently we have at least eight to 10 listeners and that's encouraging. And Brian's <laughs> going to sing and dance too, by the way. Um, it, it'll be offline. <laughs> it'll be offline, unrecorded, but live. Yes. <laughs> that's what we'll promise. Saying, you'll hear me saying, oh, he the humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Newman. All right. Well, so that's a little bit about the the podcast coming up, and you know, again, the 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 emphasis here is um, if you want to discover the real Italy, uh, Bella Italy, then uh, tune into the the podcast coming up, season two in August. Um, it's so excited to be able to do that and actually start introducing some of our friends and partners over here by season three. Um, we're, we're we're catching our our momentum, but. All that said and done, looking at from from after August and we get the the podcast rebooted for for its second season. Uh, Anthony, tell me what you guys have going on because obviously I'm I'm stuck over here in Italy. I'm stuck oh, here boy. in Sicily in the sweltering in the heat. heat next to the volcano. No AC. With your allergies uh, with your cats with my, and the volcano. My cat ash. allergies. Ash. Please give. On me. Please give to Brian, folks. <laughs> the number is on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be 200 pounds, and now look at me. I mean, it's the heat. It's the heat over here. But uh, um, all that, all that aside, no. Um, tell me what's going on, and this this is as helpful for me as maybe for other people. But oh, in the Italy with uh, Bella world, what have we got going on uh, September through December of this year, from your point of view? So in in September, end of September, Italy with Bella will be in Italy. We'll be in northern Italy, um, and as you probably have heard if you listen to our podcast or listen to our Facebook live, we go out and it's not all fun and games. Um, we actually, we were out in May. We're going back in September for three weeks. We're going to be in Como. We're going to be in uh, Piemonte, uh, Verona and uh, on the Mediterranean in Portofino, you know, in the, the Riviera. We go out there just to, you know, that uh, we have the right partners in place, the right lodging in place, the right tours in place, the car services, and we meet the partners, uh, try new events and, and stuff like that 
and uh, try to sign us for future customers. And we expand, I guess you would say, our library of uh, all, all partners. Um, <clears throat> that will be doing high-end video pictures for uh, content. And then we come back October and we'll come back in, in this first week of November. Actually, second week of November, I think it's November 12th. Uh, we are doing a Searching for Italy tour um, here in Middle Tennessee, which is going to be regions of food, wine, and travel. Uh, mm -hmm. A large uh, professional campaign that uh, we are partnering with a, a local company, a, a very close friend of ours called Dami Vino. Um, they'll be doing the food uh, and then a distributor of only Italian wines here in Middle Tennessee uh, that will be providing the wine. And it'll be a tour room by room of each region, about six regions we're doing, about 24 wines. We're excited about that. We expect a big turnout um, for food, wine and, and travel. Uh, and then uh, Brian and myself are going to be going to southern Italy at the end of November and December to meet with um, partners and to meet with, you know, um, just, uh, you know, customers, partners, uh, you know, same thing, hotels, tours, car services, traveling around, meeting with people that want to be partners with us, uh, families, you know, artisans, stuff like that, that we're planning right now. And that's going to be Puglia, Basilicata. Uh, trying to remember any other um i think we even go into caserta so we, we're doing uh, a lot in the southern region in the november december time frame so that's it for the next three months uh and also oh sorry we're also doing a festival in franklin tennessee middle tennessee it's called the dickens festival it's probably one of the largest christmas festivals in the country it's about one hundred and fifty thousand people that attend mm -hmm. and we'll have a booth uh we, we have a very successful uh time at these festivals um because people talk they chat they want to go on vacation they want to talk about Italy and they love the they love meeting with Bella uh, because uh, they're able to get almost like a free consultation um, when they come out. So that's it. That's, a, that's the rest it. of the looks like. All right. Yeah. So you, as you began talking a, a minute or two back, uh, it, I think you've got some rain and storms there in Nashville. And in case any of the audio was garbled, um, or we can put links right to mm -hmm. these events. Are we going to are we going to share that? on our social and keep people informed uh how, how can people find out what we're doing and where yeah we'll be level? we'll be creating links for that once it's uh, finalized um are are you know definitely on the festivals the festivals are already up for dickens in december i believe it's december 10th and 11th um and uh once we finalize on the november 12th event we'll have links for that in our social okay. our website of course okay. our email content that goes out um, and we'll hopefully mention on the podcast too in the future. Um, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I mean on the trips itself, when we go out in December and, um, in September, October, we'll probably just put something on Facebook. Hey, we're going to be, you know, in, in Instagram, we're going to be in Italy. Bella will be in Italy. Uh, watch out mm -hmm. for podcasts. Well, I mean, watch out for, um, Facebook lives and, uh, messaging. So I think that's and, where, and uh, watch out, watch out for Anthony driving. Cause that's always, yes. <laughs> I got it in. Bring your Dramamine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that that's helpful to to understand. And and I don't know if everybody knows that's listening that we do have a free uh, weekly newsletter where we're we're talking about cultural aspects. We talk about food. We talk about travel. We talk about wine. We talk about uh, Italians. We talk about. Uh, lots of different things just for the, the Italy enthusiast. If you just go to italywithbella.com, 
Uh, probably there's a little pop-up screen that will say uh, to subscribe and you can just drop your email address in there. Uh, Anthony mentioned we've got um, we've got our social, which is Facebook, Instagram. Uh, right now, we're not doing a lot on, on Pinterest. Uh, coming soon, maybe. Uh, we're looking at uh, some LinkedIn. Really fun stuff in the works. YouTube, of course, and Twitter uh, for the occasional <laughs> tweet that we do, a quote about Italy or certainly about the podcast. So um, I love all that. Just before we before we kind of wrap this up, if people are wondering about, um, let, let's give some free information here. Let, let's be let, let's just kind of do a a, a faux consult. For those that are thinking about coming over to Italy, how far out should they be planning to come? When, if, they, if they were to come to the table this month and say, hey, we want to plan a trip, when should we go? How far out would you be planning? What would that look like? I know you're going to tailor it to their needs and what they want, but what's our window? Uh, is, there a, is there a sweet spot for that? Denise just walked in and she's booking for a couple that book for next june she went into this hotel mm. and there was one room left in the room and we like wow. we do we have certain yes we have certain hotels certain airbnbs we use because they're partners with us we, we we're tight and they have one room um so we booked it and that was for next june um wow. and i'm not sure Alfie. so we are telling customers if you're with us if you're in go and talk to us now so we can book the flights necessarily. We'll we'll keep a monitor on the, the cost on those. Um, but at least let's look at the lodging to book that now. Mm -hmm. Talk about it now um, for next year in that May, June, July timeframe. Um, I think September or October yeah. are good right now. Um, but you should be looking. Um, I'm trying to think of how many months out we are right here. We're you know, we're probably nine months. I would say nine months. You're not that we can't do it in four to six months, but I would definitely start. If you're thinking about Italy, give us a call, get that consultation. Let's look at at least, mm -hmm. you know, booking refundable hotels, right? Refundable, you know, tours, mm -hmm. sit on them, book them, pin, you know, put a pin in them and saving them. them but we should be talking right now about spring and summer of next year for Italy. I'm, I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, and, right. you know, it's getting booked up. Um, and don't get me wrong, in January of next year, we can look at, you know, July and we can look at September and October. Um, but I think right now, if you're interested, get on the phone, uh, you know, get get us an email and start uh, talking yeah. about it and, and start sitting by and stop waiting by the sidelines. Right. I think that's yeah. that's my concern. Right. Yeah. And, and just to clarify for folks who maybe don't understand when we talk about a partner, um, wh whether it's a, a tour, a cooking class, a hotel, a restaurant, um, we it's, they're a partner with us, not because we get some kind of kickback, which is mm -hmm. uh, actually industry standard over here. Um, you, you know, if you've, I've been on, on that you know, a little tour to, to Capri and, uh, you've got the guide walking you through, uh, to his, and everyone needs to eat here. And then the restaurant <laughs> kind of gives him a little, yeah. uh, you know, a little, mm -hmm. a little something to put in his pocket as he's, uh, continuing down. Cause he just, he sent 20 uh, clients to them for mm -hmm. lunch that day. Uh, that is not the kind of partnerships that we're talking about. These are, True. these are places, places that we've been, restaurants that we've eaten at, places that we've stayed, excursions or tours that we've done that we absolutely love and we stand by. So we get on the phone with them, we build a bridge and we, we, 
we formed this partnership out of pure love and because they meet our standards. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's important for people to understand. Um, it, it's not a monetary partnership. It's a partnership of we endorse these people because they do Italy the right way. They do it in a way that really provides an incredible experience for you as a, as a client going in. Um, but their, their standard of excellence is super, super high. What, what would you add to that? What else makes one of our partners a partner? Well, I think the thing about our partners is we don't really do groups, right? And we look for partners that, you know, are not looking. I mean, a cooking class is different. If they need 12 people and we only have four, they're probably bringing in, you know, people from Australia and other parts of the world. But we look for partners that are really individuals that are, first of all, they have some kind of degree, some kind of license, right? But also, and that doesn't, I'm not talking, I'm talking about tour partners right now, but also that is communicative, that is responsive. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, focused on, you know, giving that particular client, whether it's two people or it's two people in their family or it's two people in a wedding party, they're focused, their true um, love of Italy, but they're, you know, you know, focused on them and not trying to, you know, sell their wares. You know, like you said, and I know in Amalfi, you, you might have a tour guide that might have 20 people and they'll go in a limoncello shop and they'll come back. And say, hey, how many bottles did you sell? Give me the ten percent. We don't have that, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so we're looking for partners that, when they go with our people, they're just with our people. There's not, you know, four people from California, four people of ours, <laughs> and then six people from uh, Russia, right? Whatever, you know what I mean? You're, you're not, you're not following someone around with a, a fluorescent no. orange umbrella and no. a and a walkie-talkie headset, yeah. It's personalized. You feel comfortable. You can ask questions. You can extend it. A lot of our partners, you know, like our car services and our tours, they're like, yeah, you want to go stop there? We'll stop there. You want to tailor it as we go? Go ahead. Let's go get a piece of pizza. You know, so um, it's very, you know, family oriented, very personalized um, and not, you know, you know, we're not a machine. That's the best way to put it. We're not, but we're not trying to, you know, create this, you know, constant conveyor belt right with these with these particular tour guides and car services and and you know restaurants and hotels i think you know you'll see there's a difference and we've actually had some examples this week you know decided hey we they want more we partners are not available you know all of a sudden we haven't dealt with these parts we would as a hiccup right because are not responsive effects us and it affects our customers. We don't, we, we to um, people that are really focused and give the love and the passion that we're looking for. I hope yeah. that helps. Yeah. Right. No, right. I, I love it. And you know, it, I, I think you and I, uh, we look at, I, I think any of these itineraries that we do and the, you know, we don't, we don't really do packages, but we create custom tailor itineraries, send mm-hmm. them to specific restaurants, specific tours, specific hotels or B&Bs, specific itineraries that, that, that really represent what the, the desires of that client. I, I think we'd be hard pressed, you or me, and we, we've been here, lived here, uh, owned real estate here. Uh, we'd be hard pressed to look at any of our itineraries and go, eh, I don't want to do that. I think we'd look <laughs> at any of our itineraries and go, yep, that sounds like a vacation yeah. to me. I mean, and, and I think that's what's so fun about what we get to do is that our itineraries that we create for other people is something that we stand by, we've done before, and we would wholeheartedly do it again in a heartbeat, no questions asked, just 
sign me up. Yeah, too. I totally agree. And we have a customer tonight that we're, we're doing the itinerary. My wife and I were looking at him like, oh my God, it's a great trip. Like you're almost jealous. And we're like, well, we've done all of it, but I'm all, I'm jealous that they're doing it. You know, like it's, it's like, wow, it's a nice trip. That's a great flow, you know? Um, but yeah, you're totally right. I mean, it's like, wow. You, you love your product. Too. You love your, you love yeah. your service. You, you know, and I think mm. that's, uh, that's, that's what makes, uh, being a part of the Italy with Bella team, uh, so fun. So all that to say, um, you know, if, if you want more free information, um, hit our website, sign up for our weekly newsletter, no strings attached. If you're on Spotify or, or Google or Apple podcasts, you can just look up Bella Italy. And you can also find us on the website, italywithbella.com. If you go to italybella.com, sign up for a, a free consultation and yeah, start thinking, dreaming, planning your trip to Italy with Bella today. Any last words? Last words, sir, closing out this session. I have not yet begun to fight. No, um, no, I really, <laughs> I really uh, enjoyed this time. We it feels like it hasn't been a month, but uh, I, I, we, I enjoy these conversations. Uh, we look forward to hearing from customers. Uh, we look forward to working with you guys uh, in the upcoming year. And you know, uh, I'm excited to see what what comes out of you know these next couple of months in regards to. You know, this is the fall season, right? I, I'm really excited about the events we're doing and uh, what customers that are coming back. We have a really busy September, right? So we're, I'm really excited to see the feedback and the, the joy and the memories and the pictures. Uh, that's yeah. the fun. That's the stuff that we love, right? Um, you know, anytime you get a good positive story or someone gives you feedback, Mary Bright's, it makes our day. We might be having a, a tough day work-wise, but when a customer comes back, oh, that tour is amazing. And then he, it makes that's it. the part, that's the part we love, right? So, yep. um, and that's what makes the job fun. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and uh, excited for the podcast we're going to be doing. And I'm excited to hear more about, uh, the adventures in the upcoming uh, months with our, our, our team. So. Yep. Can't wait. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in today. Um, again, find out all the information you want, italywithbella.com. Listen in to the uh, Bella Italy podcast season two coming up in just a few weeks, and we will see you in another month. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>